0: You want yeah. to just start off talking about Ivory Homes?
1: Yeah, the Ivory Homes and the fact that, like, if you try, if if your building was to be built now, yeah. it would be like people would set themselves on fire.
0: Like a little mid-century modern condo complex. I think it's like 1963 or something. I've taken to calling the Ivory Homes debacle "Ivory Homes versus Ivory Hose. <laughs>
1: Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what my favorite part of all of this is? Just like because I walk my dog, and like my favorite are the signs that you'll see Mm -hmm. that like love is love. We don't do racism. Everyone is everyone is welcome here, but don't build any trails up in the foothills or we'll lose our shit. And also, if you try to build any sort of low-income housing. We'll set ourselves on fire in the street. But again, refugees and everybody else is welcome. Thank you for being, yes. (laughs) It's it's my favorite liberal logic. Just not next door. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah, that's right. Avenues is,
1: is peak NIMBY
0: peakniby someone put a sign up on B because you know like if you're kind of coming up from South Temple uh-huh. and you want to get to the LDS hospital people tend to kind of shoot up B yeah and someone clearly like made like designed on Canva and made themselves these yard signs that said LDS hospital please slow down yes i've seen it and i was it. like are you talking to the ambulance <laughs> i'm sorry is like the ambulance inconveniencing you <laughs>
2: Uh, Could you keep it down with that siren? Kids Uh, live here. People live here.
1: I have to to tell this. I don't think I've ever told this story on pod, but it's one of my absolute favorite NIMBY stories. Uh, So I ride my bike a lot. I'm, I'm pretty pretty bike obsessed and there is a trail up in the foothills above the avenues that i ride a lot called terror ridge it's -hmm. named after the lagoon ride super fun but it's a bit of a hike to get up there like a literal like you got to get up your bike and and push it up the hill uh and i was riding this trail i want to say it was the 24th of july like two three years ago and there is some guy up there who saw my friends and i hiking our bikes up the trail who like makes a beeline towards us, like bushwhacks <laughs> to get over and like starts yelling at us. And he's like, "You are not supposed to be here. What are you doing? This is not a sanctioned trail. You can't be up here." And then looks at me and is like, "This is ancient Native American burial ground that you were riding your bike <laughs> on. What are you doing?" And I just looked at him and said, "I'm doing the same thing that you are, dude. What the fuck are you doing here?"
0: Yeah. Oh God, that's like really kind of that's like it's extra insane. grotesque to like lean into yeah. the ancient Native American burial Especially ground. Especially when you're
1: standing on the same ground that I am, you are fewer than ten feet away from me, right. Screaming at the top of your lungs, yeah. you're no. trespassing as much as I am.
2: You know, NIMBY land acknowledgement sounds like the most <laughs> avenues thing I've ever heard in my they're, life. They're so. playing, uh, they're k- playing Kilby Block Party this
1: year. Oh, wonderful. <laughs>
0: well listen i'll take it over death cab for cutie
1: yeah it's gonna be yeah i think they're opening for mannequin pussy or something like that
0: i think it's jack's mannequin pussy oh yes there we go
1: perfect
2: (laughs) 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 Uh, i can't tell if that's a real band or not anymore too that's just how um how unhip (laughs) i am
1: all right, I got to uh, apologize to Kyle because we're four minutes in and we have it in the intro. Hi, folks. Oh, yeah. It's Brigham Young Money. You've got Greg. You've got Jordan. And you have. we also have a very special guest today. We have Allie from the CityCast SLC podcast. We are – we're mending bridges today. You know, we've, uh, we've, been, we've been slighted. We tried <laughs> very, very hard to commit uh, a lot of voter fraud – uh, In the city weekly polls, uh, you know, my grandma's been dead for twenty years. I got her to vote. Yeah, you know, like all honesty, and you know, we still couldn't dethrone city citycast. So wow, we thought I'm that so we, we would come together and we would make a bipartisan coalition. Oh, I'm into that. Well, and
0: first of have all, have can Ali I just say show. I'm so happy to be here? I'm Ali of Citycast Salt Lake, and. If voter fraud is your number one issue, then we're about to talk today about some candidates that I'm are so right excited. for you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but no, I'm, also- fully, I'm fully on board. <laughs> voter fraud you- is cool. Sports was better when everybody did steroids. <laughs> if you're not cheating, you're not trying.
0: I see that Livestrong bracelet around your wrist and it is looking good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I tell people I had cancer. For- it, it works all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It'll get you elected.
1: Oh yeah, Absolutely.
0: I have to. I just have to say, you guys, like being second in the the City Weekly Best of is one of those things that when you win, you tell everyone, and when you don't win, you're like, it's who
1: cares? <laughs> oh no, it's part of our bio now. We're the yeah. best award losing podcast out there.
0: Okay, so my best friend Shireen Gorbani. Two years ago was named the second best Utah after Elizabeth Smart. (laughs) And (laughs) ever since then, every time I introduce her to anyone, I'm like, this is Shireen Gorbani. She's the second best Utah after Elizabeth Smart.
1: A lot (laughs) you know, two women who spent a lot of time in the avenues. (laughs) So true.
2: The funny thing about that one was, too, is like I had no idea that there was actually like a voting thing for the City Weekly thing until I like a buddy text me. He's like, hey, you guys are like up for this. I was like, why? <laughs> Tight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we I, I thought we kind of like avoided this sort of thing as much as humanly possible. It's not like people actually support us. Like, I didn't think actually anyone actually listened to us doing this.
0: I mean, your disgruntled fans love your disgruntledness. It's beautiful.
1: There's a lot of nihilism in the world these days.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're here to
1: spread. We're here to, we're here to preach the gospel.
0: Someone's got it. The
1: truth. Yes. Because
0: these fucking assholes running for Senate aren't going to do it. Amen. <laughs> no,
2: no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> Not at all. Huh. Oh, I do need to mention just real quick some housekeeping stuff. Um, first of all, <clears throat> despite the rumors, none of us got beaten uh, last night by the uh, the candidate known as none of these candidates, which is – I mean, there's already been some incredibly funny things that have happened in this this presidential race, like literally all of Ron DeSantis' campaign, which we covered last episode, which was mm. – just hilarious. R.I.P. Just, yeah.
0: I mean, I'm from Florida, so witnessing that from afar was a joy.
1: Yeah, it was just like every time you saw Rod DeSantis, you just heard the Curb Your Enthusiasm music playing. <laughs> yeah. Like at all times. Mm-hmm. But like to to be like. Supposedly the 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 next best candidate to Trump, or like the one person who might be able to like unseat him, you know, if you're doing your 4D chest and then lose to none of these candidates. It's perfect. It's the funniest thing.
2: I I would have thought that cameo on Saturday Night Live would have carried her a little bit further. Yeah. It's funny. just the fact that it was like Hammy, or was like for her to fix a flub that she did because, like, did this, the Civil War was really caused by slavery, right? Right. And it's like, yep, it was. Mm. Which, truth be told, does not seem like a good politician thing to do if you're trying to like build sort of any sort of like respectability and reasonableness, but whatever.
0: Okay. But respectability and reasonableness, I think, are both like, Deeply eschewed by the modern Republican Party. Oh, absolutely. Or just
1: modern politicians. In general. In general. I mean, we have a, we have a democratic uh, president who's currently sending like, who's currently subsidizing housing and education in Israel while dropping like, you know, how many tons of bombs. Mm
0: -hmm. Things that we don't afford ourselves in the nation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, if there is any sort of bipartisan coalition, if there is anything as far as that goes in America, uh, I guess at least Democrats and Republicans can come together to bomb brown people. Yeah. well, Always.
2: I mean, also, we just had that time period where the secretary of defense was just gone for a week and no
1: one asked a question <laughs> you love bringing that up and it's i do the, have to say it's unbelievably funny it's like it's something insane. it's something it's something that you would get from like watching death of stalin mm.
2: like, like just think about your job if your boss didn't, sh- <laughs> didn't show up for like a week like what would you do it's like and he's in the you, fucking
1: would, hospital.
2: you would ask a question or send an email or something yeah hey where's brett yeah, we, none of our bosses are also the civilian head of the military. <laughs> um, I feel like it's
0: the college um, class um, rule um, applies. Um, if uh, the professor's uh, not uh, here uh, in fifteen minutes, we all go home. Yeah, like it's understood.
1: Listen, I've worked in like the creative world my whole life. It's always been no creative director, no rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Army that Army sounds like a update. perfect way to run a country. We're freestyling twenty twenty four, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, Kyle's not here today. Yeah, we Kyle's probably not here. That. Kyle's, I don't know, he's watching movies or something. I don't what a good doing...
0: segue to you two <laughs> complaining about someone not notifying other people that they're not there.
2: <laughs> he, he notified us. We just don't want to acknowledge him right now. He's are just presenting on Right now. Yeah. I'm always sad. Like, we just take it out of him. Like, you know, we just tell people, like, why isn't Kyle on the pod? Well, he, he left. He he's broke got, up with he's us. He's
1: got better things to do. He, he you know... He's got an actual mm-hmm. life and a job. I mean,
0: I heard he was going to make an appearance on the first best podcast in Utah. Oh, City yeah? Cats, is he, is he coming
1: on your show? I don't know. That would rule. Sure. Kyle's <laughs> a great guest. You you should have
2: Kyle on. He's the only one of us who actually knows what he's doing. So yeah. like, the rest <laughs> of us is just like a, it's just a big sort of like mud fight or something. Yeah. It's, he
1: actually like, he'll listen to like the majority report and actually like read books and I just scroll Twitter and drink. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I baked my brain with grad school and Twitter. So, you know, it's, it's all gone for us.
1: I've got a master's degree. Look at you. You went
0: to grad school? Yeah. That's irresponsible.
1: Totally. (laughs) I completely agree. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Fuck you and your GI Bill.
2: Yeah. Actually, that was really responsible of me because it just meant the federal government just subsidized my life for like four years.
1: You guys want to hear, you guys want to hear an incredible segue? Mm. Yes. Speaking of bills... Oh wow! Got a, got a little update from last week's episode. Uh, you that should we did do radio. The, I did radio forever. You can't. You can't survive on that. There's no money in radio. There's no nothing. You should do print journalism then. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I
2: was, hey, you I know heard what? Paul Huntsman
0: Des- quit? They might be hiring a new chairman of the board of the yeah. Salt Lake Tribune. Deseret News. We,
1: we have read so many of your articles on this show. Hire me. Yeah. Yeah. Get Robert
2: at least owes us like a spot on the masthead at this
1: point, yeah, I think. at some point. Just let me have an opinion column every like once a month. That's all I'm asking. That'd be Five, great. F- 500 words max. I can I, I that. Would,
2: I would read a, a, a Greg- uh, <laughs> opinion article every single week that would be that would be the joy of everything
0: except it would be extra fun to read because you would know it had been edited by a d news editor (laughs) so you would just have so much fun being like okay this is the version that made it through the pasta making machine yes like what was it like a week ago
1: there are gonna be so many fricks and (laughs) hex yeah Greg, I don't know if we can say these sort of actionable threats in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I've already talked to my attorney. Anyway, we should we should do this just real just, quick before we. I was going
0: to say, is your attorney Jordan Tusher? But keep going.
1: We'll we'll get there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a little update from last week's episode on the Utah legislative session. You know, we touched on the uh, the transgender ban. Um, as well as you know fighting back against air quality and so on and so forth. Here's some more depressing shit. Halfway
2: through this dog shit fortnight, we're by almost the way.
1: there. Uh, HB 417 uh, essentially makes Utah teachers uh, liable to criminal charges if banned books are found in their classroom. Uh, As well as HB 432 would shield clergy members from liability if they report on ongoing child abuse cases learned through confession. So, you know, there's always that conundrum of, you know, uh, Catholic priests or Mormon bishops or any real member of clergy possibly facing excommunication. Uh, But this bill would shield them from that if they do, in fact, you know, call the Curt McConkie hotline.
2: I think it's amazing that we that we have a legislature that read Fahrenheit 451 and went like, that's a hell of an idea. <laughs> oh, Season people's books for, that they're hiding from us, <clears throat> on it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. All
0: yeah. right. We have four weeks solutions, to go, folks. Solutions in search of problems. Yeah, that would be the tagline said. for the Utah legislature.
1: The yeah. Utah way. Meanwhile, I still, a
0: state full of problems with a massive surplus. Like, what like, what could we, we do?
1: We talked about it last week after the the transgender ban was signed, and like, who was the, who's the name of the the the. Congresswoman who wrote the bill was oh, Keira, Keira Berk- yeah, and yeah, and like Berkland. during during the whole legislative session, there were a bunch of questions of like, uh, how are you going to enforce this? Hmm. How is this something that's actually tenable? And there were no answers, but it didn't stop anything from getting uh, getting signed because ultimately, the only thing that matters is culture war. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Don't worry, we're we're going to use that massive surplus of us to send National Guard troops to another state to guard the border,
1: <laughs> with literally no power whatsoever, except for like to string concertina wire. I just can't imagine, like, just some like just private pile looking motherfucker from RiverTid in a four XL like body armor.
0: A just private da- pile, a famously <laughs> nice guy.
1: Yeah. Just sitting, just sitting on like the Rio Grande River bank, just like watching all of this unfold and just like being okay with immigrants, like drowning. That's, that's cool.
2: That's the craziest thing about all this is that the states all have to fund this, like these sort of like deployments to the border, like every single state, it's not covered by the federal government at all. Like all the national guard budgets are by the state. So every single one of these groups that are sending them down there too, that's One less teacher that a school can have. That's one less meal a hungry child can have. Because we have to send a bunch of guys in camouflage, just go like throw rocks at a stick because there's nothing to
1: do.
0: Nothing to add.
1: We should. uh, (laughs) We should also talk just really quickly about this since we talked about the the troops of the border thing. This uh, Natalie Klein. Uh, whole situation in the article uh. that was written by the, the tribune. Do you want to talk about that really quickly, Jordan? Because this yeah, it, uh, it all, I mean it all ties into what we're talking about. It all just kind of just popped up
2: tonight too. Because so Natalie Klein essentially just uh posted on her Facebook page like she wants to do because she is a poster at heart. Um which she, respect not not the style she does though. not the she's style
1: a, but just like
2: she's a little too of this is a pro pos
1: pre- pro hosting
2: podcast it mm-hmm. is but not the way she does it she's no. not doing in a very cute way there needs to be some some couth mm. when i do it i do it with whimsy she has
1: none of that
0: doesn't she open her posts by putting in brackets like constitutionally protected speech Close bracket
1: oh yeah, she's like one of those <laughs> like sovereign citizen type people yeah hell yeah
2: no she she does it because she's been yelled at by the state school board so many times because like you can't say that and also be an elected official at the same point so she just does the just kidding star on everything she posts just to make sure no one yells at her too much parody non actionable this is all about a video game yeah exactly she just like puts a disclaimer on her post every single time so deep voice legalese guy (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) you cannot hold me liable for anything I say (laughs) um So essentially this post was about a high school women's basketball game where she identified one of the players as being a transgender athlete. The player was not um, because, of course, this was the logical conclusion. All of this is just going to make anyone who seems even slightly outside the norms of like what like acceptable femininity would be to just essentially be attacked for just
1: existing. So it's it's even more insane when you think about the absolute, like ridiculous beauty standards that just the state of Utah has. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, 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 I mean, obviously, Ali, you can speak to this a lot better than I can, but the state of (laughs) femininity in this state and it does seem to just be insane and this has been a recurring theme on this podcast since the, the transgender bathroom bill was passed last year is like this is ultimately going to end in things like this, like the absolute most insane people you know turning into the penis police.
0: Right. It's Natalie Klein mall cop except doing actual harm yes. because what she's doing is posting a photo of a minor on Facebook like – in a world where the, like, tan Frances of the world get yes. to cover their baby's face with the baby emoji, right. a high school girl, which, like, speaking from experience, truly the worst thing that can happen to you experience. is that you have to be a high school girl. In Tuilla, like, is being shitposted yes. by a grown adult with exponentially more power than they've proven they are should that they deserve or, or should wield what at what o'clock in the evening, because she's like bored and wants to start some shit online. Like when I want to start some shit online, I'm like, boy, I movie should be 90 minutes again. You know what I mean? Like this is just, it's so, so dangerous.
1: Yeah. There's, there's a difference between like shit posting that is, that isn't harmful that's just like a hot take, like that. Movies mm-hmm. should be ninety minutes, which one hundred percent agree with. Thanks. Um, outside of Scorsese movies, but that's a that's a whole different thing. Um, but like shit posting and posting pictures of people, like y- especially when you have a platform, it's insane. It reminds yeah. me th- there was a there was a post that went like semi viral in Utah last year of some just. Di- shitty Cache Valley lady who took a picture of a Middle Eastern family up in Logan at like the Cache Valley County Fair. And it was like, this place is being infiltrated by terrorists and like took pictures <laughs> and posted them all over online. Right. And they ended up getting like confronted. Of course. And it's like, what the yeah. fuck, what the fuck are you doing?
0: Yeah. In a, in a post nine eleven America, you decided to post a photo of a family having a nice time. A nice time. Together. Something that you all do nothing but complain about us not doing enough, right? <laughs> right. This is the party of, like, get, hang up and hang out. Get off your phones and go to church together. Okay, nice family goes on outing, and now they're accused of being terrorists yeah. by you.
1: Simply no, because horrific. they are not blonde-haired, blue-eyed, like – people you'd expect to see in Cash Valley. I mean, Look. the problem
0: with like a Natalie Klein is the lack of accountability. Like, yes. I mean, the state school board, to your point, like Jordan, they've time after time said, stop doing this. But it's like, we're just in this infinite loop of telling Natalie Klein to be nice and passing resolutions to ask her to be nice. And now what? <laughs> like, where do we go from here? She's endangering children.
2: You would probably have a good case for some sort of like defamation suit at this point. Because what you did at this point was just single out a person to just essentially a large audience to destroy them.
1: Turn her into Utah's Alex Jones.
2: You kind of has to for this like stochastic type of terrorism. I mean... This is libs of TikTok shit.
1: It's the same thing. Mm -hmm.
2: Because like the only thing you're doing is just like opening up that, that poor girl to just... I don't know how much amounts of trauma from just... Every sort of like person in Tooele County, which
1: being in Tooele County, there's a fair amount of them who just are driven crazy by this sort of thing. And I know, again, we talk about it on every single episode that pointing out the hypocrisy of the Republican Party and conservatives is completely futile. But I cannot get over the fact that the party that continuously tells people to buck up and pull their pants up and, you know, be a man and be tough continues to just throw shit fits about everything, Mm -hmm. about every possible thing. I mean, I can believe it
2: but that's just because the people who try and tell you to like you need to man up and all that's usually about the softest people you'll ever know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jordan, should we hit the drop and just get into more <laughs> good news? I forgot about the drop. Okay, hold on. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. What I get you self-conscious
2: think? about that when I bring that around company. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's
1: so good. I love it so much. It's so
2: good. <laughs> is All that right. live
0: audio from the Tower of Terror in Orlando or something? Like what?
2: That is something I created off of Audition using <laughs> several <laughs> different sources, including uh, <laughs> Down with the Sickness, um, uh, Kirk David, uh, Keith David from... Uh, Tales from the Hood, um, <laughs> okay. very good movie. <laughs> it's um, a great one. <laughs> and also TikTok audio of a guy just going big news, big news, oh boy, big news.
1: Wow. That's it's good. Uh, it's Jordan Sistine <laughs> Chapel. It's it, beautiful. It truly right. is.
2: You know, I just don't know where I'm going to go from here because I already
1: topped myself. so mm. uh, right. early. Hell I, now you have
0: to t- piss off the Pope.
1: Yeah. I'm just going to okay. go ahead and consider everything we just talked about already with the legislative session and Natalie Klein and Jay Stewart Adams as hell line number 1 uh hell line number 2 uh more like bill blockin so this is from NPR Senate GOP blocks border bill Demo- Democrats uh shift focus to Israel and Ukraine aid centered Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said he will move to Plan B to move aid to Ukraine and Israel following the failure of a vote to start d- debate on a bipartisan border security package before the border vote – Or border vote. Schumer released a new bill that stripped border provisions from the $118 billion bipartisan package. Schumer said he aimed to move forward with the legislation on Wednesday, but the timing is unclear. Senators huddled throughout the border vote to discuss a path forward. Some Republicans are requesting commitments on amendments or other concessions before deciding if they will agree to restart debate on that bill. I am not holding my breath.
2: This has been the dumbest like legislative <laughs> like issue I've seen. I don't know how long. It's it it's just that election year issue where we have to pretend the border is like extra dangerous than it
1: is in any it's other. It's the migrant time. caravan thing all over yeah. again, and it's oh, going to yeah, be absolutely. this way every single winter in perpetuity. I mean, yeah, this
2: is the election season where every serious politician has to go find a pair of like cargo pants and their best like earth tone shirt, <laughs> their and best the Five
1: Eleven polo. <laughs>
2: like, there's a uniform for when you're a politician. You go to the border every single time. Dude, you like, get the
1: you get yeah. the Zelensky fit. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, God. The <laughs> Nigel
0: Thornberry. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yes. Because, like, Mike Schultz and Spencer Cox were at the border this week, too, and Spencer Cox had to find his best pair of forest green cargo pants, his t- um, tan, uh, definitely tactical boots, and Mike Schultz had to get whatever hunting uniform made him look most like a droop. So, you know, just to show, like, I may be a politician. But, you know, I'm still rough and ready to go any time, any point. I'm sure
1: this is a sign of, of, uh, sure, mental illness, but just about every time I see a a picture of Spencer Cox and that just incredibly oily bald dome of his (laughs) – uh, it doesn't matter what he's wearing. It could be a suit. It could be the 5'11 polo. I just imagine a tiny baby in a sailor suit with a lolly.
0: Hmm. Boss baby.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not even boss baby, but just no. like, yeah, I'm talking like.
0: Boss baby's too empowered. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I'm t- uh, like, yeah, just just a full-blown sailor suit, lollipop, <laughs> like Looney Tunes style. Yeah. It, Kmart photos. Yes. Kmart photos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Ky, Lu in a sailor suit. But anyway, back to the border, though. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> okay. You know. Okay. Back to the border crisis. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. Breaking news.
2: <gasps> Sorry. Jordan's I being this. serious. <laughs> Sorry I disrupted this conversation of the boss baby and like old Kmart <laughs> so photos. It is. There's no doubt. But like, I don't. At this point, I don't understand why we're even like trying to entertain like the border as is an issue, too. Like we know what the issue with the border is, but we're never going to actually address the actual issues of it, too, because it doesn't make any sort of economic sense
1: to do so. We, oh, You mean America completely fucked up the global south and now people are fleeing the damages that America inflicted and want to come to a place where there actually might be a tiny bit of hope, despite there not actually being a whole lot of hope?
2: Well, yes, as a matter of fact. If you read my white paper about how NATO destroyed the 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 small farmer of Mexico who then had to move to factories at the border, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's one of those things where essentially free trade and and the free flow of money through the borders essentially create this need for economic growth and it's not even that new either like we had this back in the 60s too with like migrant immigrants and all that too who would move across the border pretty freely but only in the last 50 years has it actually been an issue but since we've militarized the border the whole purpose of that is to essentially take any sort of slack out of that labor market so migrants who work in farms and work in slaughterhouses and things like that pretty much have no rights whatsoever because if you try and voice any sort of problem, you're going to have your boss essentially just call ICE on you no matter what. Or or you just um, have to suck it up. I mean, w- no one wants to actually address the problems of the border because it makes no economic sense for this country. Sure. Yeah. It, it doesn't. I mean, we're not going to like raise the price of agriculture goods by about 50% by actually paying the people who pick the things in the fields and the people who slaughter the animals an actual living wage because that's not good business for us. But what we will do is make them feel as precarious as humanly possible so they have no real ability to, to
1: essentially fight for their own rights. I mean, yeah, I remember back in – this is – during the 2016 uh, campaign, and you know, Trump was talking about mass deportations and you know, shutting down the country and all of these things. And the in the article, it said like. California, which has the biggest economy in America and does the majority of the agriculture, one in five agricultural workers – or what was it? No. One in five people who live in California are undocumented and the majority of them work agriculture jobs or low-paying type jobs. If you mass deport all of that, you are looking at an economic crisis that we have never seen in this country before. Like we're going – Past 2008 financial collapse, past uh, Wall Street crash, like past Great Depression, like this country is fucked.
0: The thing about Spencer Cox that keeps me up at night is his profound ability to talk (laughs) out of both sides of his mouth. And like... (laughs) it's the it's actually just that i'm really into babies and in sailor suits but <laughs> aside from that it's his <laughs> profound ability to talk out of both sides of his mouth and it is like the most coxian shit ever to be like in one year sending a letter to at the time, I think it was the Trump administration being like, please send more immigrants to Utah. Our welcoming communities are ready to welcome them with open arms. We have all these workforce shortages, like we're ready and able. And then to show up at the border now in his outfit, like playing this game with the party of his choosing. And I think it's just like, it's, I feel personally insulted by that kind of politics. Like just be, honest. Tow the party line consistently and do that. But like, do not toe the party line consistently and every fiscal quarter have some little like ploy or trick that you pull out to try and make it seem like you're different. Like it's giving, it's giving like, I'm not like other girls, you know, like it's <laughs> that, it's that same energy. It's like, I don't know. I just... That's what gets me with him. So this Manic is-
2: pixie dream governor. You gotcha. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's like, it's literally like when women are like, I don't know, I just don't really have have girlfriends. Like, I'm really just a guy's girl. I'm like, I don't trust you. That's how I feel about Cox. I'm like, no, every time you say go jazz, you're covering for some shit.
2: Yeah. I'm really into Radiohead. Um-
0: <laughs> governor no, Tame Impala. No,
1: I, I mean, you're governor absolutely right. Governor named four of their songs yeah exactly. yeah. I mean, uh, that's been like I would say more than just about any other recurring theme on this podcast as we talk about the the both sides of his mouth stuff that Spencer Cox does. Uh, which is really funny because it just ends up pissing everyone off, right. Like everyone hates him. It was yeah. really funny. Like I'm sure you're you're read up on on Desnat and just the absolute psychos of of the online Mormon hordes. But it's hilarious like you get them and they're talking about that like Spencer Cox is like one step away from gay communism taking over Utah. Right. Also playing the court. Yeah, and this is on the heels of banning DEI and like trans people from using the bathroom, which you would think that like that sect would be celebrating those types right. of victories. But no, because Spencer Cox used pronouns one mm-hmm. time in an interview and cried after the pri- or the the the, the Pulse Pulse night night shooting. In his office. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's funny. Who's the, who's the Paul Rudd character on, uh, Parks and Rec that you, you say he is the, the, the he's, uh,
2: he's Bobby uh, Newport.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And he just loves sugar. That's honestly perfect.
1: Yeah. That's why he's got the lollipop.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) All right. I like to do a good job because I like when people tell me when I do a good job. (laughs) Yeah. All right. He really is. But like just one more thing on that too. Like it really does speak to it too, because. His whole thing is, gosh, the immigration system is really broken in this country. And also we have such a we have such a population crisis, like we're not having enough kids anymore. Mm. But also the same point, too, is also like we need to militarize the border to the nth degree because we have to protect state sovereignty, which is not a position you can really have that's
1: compatible with each other without just sounding incredibly racist. Yeah. Nobody's having kids anymore. Although, you know, I just signed a bill that gives real estate developers prima nocta to hike up rents and kick people out of the city.
2: Yeah. Did you see the bill that they're actually like going to allow developers to be like essentially yes. taxing uh, entities
1: now? This state's so cool. <laughs> I should have gone to Wharton, man. I should have got my real estate developer license. I'd be so fucking rich. Not too late, man. Yes it is. You I'm can old go. As shit. MBA, executive MBA.
0: Yeah. Really bike I'm, friendly over there.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to I was trying to come up with a witty acronym for MBA and I couldn't. So, <laughs> uh in that uh men's that body appreciation. Uh, line number 3. Uh, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Uh, from Newsweek, uh, Supreme Court will ignore Donald Trump's immunity appeal. The Supreme Court will decline to hear Donald Trump's latest appeal after a federal appeals panel rejected his claim that he is immune from prosecution. According to an attorney, this is so funny.
2: I think the only important thing about this one was just his truth social post on this one, where he just essentially just did all caps the entire time. He's like, "I need to be able to do crimes. <laughs> it's, it's like I am a cop that gets results. You can't stop a cop who gets results." from doing crimes why are you trying to stop me
1: honestly you know if harvey keitel in bad lieutenant was running for president i i might vote for him
2: hmm. i mean he's a little more relatable for a guy who just rolls around town listening to mets games because sure. i have definitely done that myself yeah
0: i'm gonna stick with none of these candidates like the people of nevada
1: yeah <laughs> Amen. So anyway, uh, moving – or a little bit more on this. Tuesday's unanimous opinion from a three-judge panel of the U.S. Courts of Appeal uh, said the former president can face trial on charges that he plotted to overturn the results of the 2020 election, one of four prosecutions. He is fighting as he seeks to reclaim the White House in 2024. We've talked about it, again, a lot. Uh, There would be nothing funnier Mm. than – Trump running his campaign, like the, the end of his campaign right before the election from prison. Like he hmm. is a bizarro world Eugene Debs. Yeah. I want it so much.
0: He's Sally Tomato giving Holly Go Lightly the weather report. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like,
1: I just I wish he wasn't the world's biggest piece of shit. Because yeah. Trump is so fucking funny. He's so funny. He's so funny. And he's the he's the most the gayest non-gay man alive. He like incredibly catty, just the bitchiest old man. Yeah. He's so no. funny. His his riffs lately on the campaign trail, the the four paragraphs of bullshit thing he was he he pulled out when talking about Nikki Haley, like. Just all-time riffs.
0: Andy Cohen could make him a star.
2: Yes. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I think we, I have a compromise for everyone. I think it works. Uh-huh. Okay. Trump goes to prison, but he has to go to the same prison where Jen Shaw and Elizabeth Holmes are. <laughs> 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 and they get to film it.
0: Okay, Don- so it's Mean Donald, Girls 3?
2: Don- Don-
1: yes. Don- Donald Trump, it's me. <laughs> I, I really love you.
0: Oh God! <laughs> I mean,
1: I just finished the second that
0: season of Real Housewives like,
2: oh, you no, did? He probably isn't.
0: No, he absolutely isn't. Nothing He's not. about the trend lines says Trump is serving a minute. But
1: no,
2: of course. It's
0: fun to imagine.
1: Rich people don't serve. No. Henry Kissinger was a
2: hundred when he died. It's yeah. it's only people who mess with the money like Genchah who go
1: to the prison. Right.
2: Yeah. You, you uh, mess with too many people's money, you go to prison. Mm -hmm.
1: That's about it. And then just real quick, hell line number four, RIP orb gang, Uh, Marianne Williamson is shutting down her presidential campaign. No,
0: Uh, I didn't see that.
1: Gone too soon.
0: I'm devastated.
1: I'm really... This country could use a hippie, dippy ass president.
0: This country could use a mother who lets one child put the peanut butter on the sandwich and the other child cut it in half. And that is what Marianne Williamson would be to this country. She'd be like, the North... Can butter the toast and the <laughs> South picks a side.
2: We, we need a vibe shift. And she I'm was ready. our last chance for a vibe shift. Now we're stuck permanently in the bad vibes. I just well, want America to smell like patchouli. All we have like is core power yoga. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to miss her campaign, which I think was on its sixth campaign manager. Um, somehow managed to do better than Dean Phillips in New Hampshire, which is funny. Um, yeah. Somehow you know, that guy's still campaigning. I don't know what.
0: Well, she's kind of hot.
2: I can, say, I can
0: say that. Sure.
2: <laughs> I like. No, absolutely.
0: Like, there's. She has sort of the. I don't know. She's like political Gwyneth Paltrow. Like she's got that sort of like soothing appeal. I think.
2: Yeah, generally repulsive, but actually has like a couple like attractive qualities that make you go like, eh, "Well,
1: not totally no." Right. President like, Goop, 2028. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Like, okay, we're using the Oscar as a doorstopper. Okay. I don't feel endangered by that. I don't love it.
1: Yeah.
2: It's, it's not great, but I'm also not threatened by this.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's every architectural Digest digester.
2: It's like there's my brain is telling me everything is wrong, but it hasn't triggered fight or flight yet. We're okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, was that your last one? That's all I got. Let's get let's get into the meat and potatoes. Yes. Candidates.
0: Oh, thank God.
1: <laughs> I know. <that laughs> was I'm like a gritting slog. my teeth
0: through these national headlines. I'm like, oh, God,
2: we're going to talk about some freaks. OK, like, some of them are just generally like just people who are just, you know, like the people who are just like, I'm a I'm a treasurer for the Federalist Society. No time for you. Go away. You're no fun for me. I yeah. want to talk about the freaks. Yeah. First off, we're going to we go start? to our good friend, Carson Jorgensen. <sighs> yes. Exceptional I, Utah name. Exception. Mm-hmm. Dresses like Woody from Toy Story. All <laughs> the time.
1: Candidate, there's a snake in my boot.
2: Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I should probably say we're also going to talk about all the lesser known candidates of our two Mm -hmm. most popular races coming up for governor and for senator. A lot of people get a lot of publicity. Your Spencer Cox is your... John Curtis's, you know, the people who have the money and the publicity. But, you know, we don't want to talk about those people. We want to talk about our dark horses, the people who I think, if we give them the Brigham Young money bump, they can win. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we are our own voter block. Now, yeah.
2: sure, all of them are pulling st- strongly below the margin of error.
0: There's one who's polling quite well, but I feel like we should get into that later.
2: Well, oh, we'll start with him. Let's start with him. So that's that's
1: that's Brent Oren Hatch, right? Yes. Yes. A I'm man obsessed who, with this. More A- deregulated vitamins. <laughs> I completely
2: agree. I, I fully believe that the only reason he's pulling the 14% is that there's 14% of Utahns who think he is actually Orrin <laughs> Hatch. Still Orrin Could Hatch. Could
0: not agree more. That Deseret News poll took me out. He is polling better than the former Speaker of the House, Brad Wilson.
1: So good. He It, it
2: was so good. Because so when you go look at his, like his his website or anything like that, <laughs> the only thing that's on the news page right now is that he has been retweeted twice by the Trump campaign.
1: Oh, posting that matters.
2: That is literally the only thing that's on his news campaign, because other than that, it's just been generally like I'm a lawyer. I worked for the Federalist Society. Mm-hmm. Other than that, this guy is. Pretty much just like pictures of him and his dad, and that
1: is it. This guy yeah. is uh just absolutely dying for the cat turd to nominate. <laughs>
2: I don't think he's going to get, I think he's like really just hoping for like, I just need enough like elderly Utah Republicans to
1: think I am my dad. He can say he was endorsed by Rush Limbaugh and all of a sudden would just shoot up the polls.
0: It's that representing Pfizer to running in a state with an opioid crisis pipeline.
1: God, imagine if he was in West Virginia.
2: Anywhere in this country, really. I mean, yeah, that's I'll, I'll, that's fair. I'll, I'll yeah. take that Sackler family money. Why not? Why What's the not? worst that could happen? Why oh, OK. Not. So we got we got Mr. Hatch out of the way. Yeah, perfect. So who else do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about one? Because I got a few that I want to talk about. But since you are our guest, I would love to oh. see if you have one to talk about personally.
0: OK, yeah. So I want to talk about Jeremy Friedbaum.
1: Oh, I didn't get to him. Okay. Jeremy (laughs) Friedbaum?
0: Jeremy Friedbaum, who my favorite thing ever is to open up the declarations of candidacy because- The Declaration of Candidacy looks like it was made by a neighborhood council president on Microsoft Word, and you just can't believe that this is the actual form that you have to fill out to legitimately run for office, which then gets a seal from Lieutenant Governor Deidre Henderson, because you have to, like, there's this part of it where you have to fill in this sentence that's, like, what you're running for, and (laughs) The way that everyone just like writes the word governor and it looks like fifth grade handwriting, like across oh, yes. the board, Ev- it's like, every I'm time. running for governor. And I just can't wait to get to one that's like, I'm running for my mom. <laughs> <or something. laughs> like, it's just so, like it looks like when people post photos of their like kids schoolwork and they all have terrible handwriting. They look like they are being held hostage. I just think if your handwriting isn't better than mine, you can't be a senator or a governor. But Jeremy Friedbaum <laughs> has this incredible oh. website. Are you on it?
2: I'm gonna go there right it? now. Okay. I've been on uh, quite a few crazy websites today about this one. So, so let me it. see.
0: So so Jeremy's got this like whole website where he's got this like his core philosophy is that he wants to restore the constitution.
1: Of course. So, Hell yeah. Yes. We love a constitutionalist.
0: Yeah, it's National Treasure Nine. So <laughs> he is like, but but he. What he did is, I guess like some delegate emailed him. Actually, there are a couple, Carrie and Pia Connors. And they were like, okay, here's the email. My wife and I enjoyed talking with you at the meeting last Saturday. We've come up with some follow-up questions for you. If you would like to post them with the answers and our names on your website, feel free to do so. 24 questions for him, to which he posted one-sentence answers to all of them. But one of my favorites is... Question number 11. What will you do to ensure election integrity? Greg, I know this is really important to yes, you. Yes, this is. Here's the answer. My answer to this is detailed in the sixth step of the centerpiece of my campaign, quote, seven steps to structurally restore the Constitution of the United States, end quote. But in general, I am aligned with the proposals of Mike Lindell, whom I commend for his great
1: efforts and personal sacrifice for this cause. I am so (laughs) incredibly honored. Hold on. Oh, God, I love this guy.
0: I have to tell you both, I learned just this year the hard way that the phone number for the My Pillow customer service line is just one digit off for the phone from the phone number for Chase Card Services. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is amazing. How, how else do you think I've become a multimillionaire?
0: It is really alarming for wow. yeah everyone involved. So I don't know. I mean, this this guy, uh, this Jeremy Friedbaum guys, kind of got my vote. His, he goes without saying.
1: I'm on JeremyFriedbaum.com and it's literally a WordPress website.
0: Yeah, it is. I thought oh, it might be Wix.
1: Yeah, my favorite is that uh, he has five tiles that like flip that mm-hmm. says new content posted each weekday and you you scroll to it and it flips and it just says back title with a little snowflake logo. This is yeah. backside content.
2: Yeah, it looks like one of those things would be like ad ipsum, all that. Cause I, I do love the little political cartoon he has on here, <laughs> it's, it's Joe Biden at his desk with a sign that says the buck shrinks here. And then you look on the backside, this political cartoon was a collaboration between myself and my fellow patriot and artist,
1: Bliss Chew. Bliss Chew.
0: My dudes, he describes himself as a Utah Minuteman. Does he understand?
1: (laughs) No, he goes, so he goes to like the constitutional ice cream parlor in Harriman.
0: (laughs) I'm like, you know what? I do think you have to be a Minuteman to get elected in this state, but like- all right. For Noted. other
1: reasons.
2: <laughs> Good for him. Good for him.
0: He works fast. <laughs> He's ready okay. to work fast for you. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah.
2: Okay. Since we're st- st- sticking with, uh, did we do Senator or Governor once? I can't I remember. Love this, this state is Senate. so much. Senate. Okay. <laughs> Senate. All right. I'm going to go with my favorite one that I had from this one. Uh, I just have one. It's just amazing. A Brian Jenkins. Mm. Did you get to him?
1: A Brian Jenkins. He sounds like a hustle player for the like Showtime Lakers who played for like three seasons before his his knee gave out. So
2: he is a perennial candidate. Oh, is this this. the
0: Abe Lincoln guy?
1: Yes,
2: it is.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yes, I know him. I met him at convention one year at the Republican convention at the Maverick Center.
2: So I I got a few details of him just because I thought this was just an amazing thing. Um, He is an Abraham Lincoln impersonator Mm -hmm. and his personal job is a window and gutter cleaner. This Mm -hmm. is his third time running for the Senate. Uh, From a 2018 Daily Herald article, I found this wonderful quote. He first realized his resemblance to Abraham Lincoln about two years ago, when he was campaigning against Agenda 21, a non-binding action plan of the United Nations regarding sustainable development. And even with his natural blonde hair, he said painting a beard and putting a top hat on created a dramatic transformation. He also does performances with an atrocious Southern accent and carries a broadsword for some reason.
1: Is this the type of guy who like watches Superman and can't distinguish Superman from Clark Kent because he wears glasses? Possibly. Also, he used to have
2: an Instagram page that was called Slabraham Lincoln.
1: <laughs> Abraham Lincoln.
2: Yes. Oh, that's actually kind of funny. Of his time. Yeah, he, he really was. Like, but I don't think it was for any like sort of benefit of him. It's just like someone who just like tapped into the right amount of crazy to like have some sort of epiphany of a social trend that would be like two years away.
0: He's really tall. Like he's only like an inch or something shorter than actual Abe Lincoln, right? Or what? Than Lincoln
2: was. Yeah, probably. Greg, you're about that height too. So, you, what you have to do is you have to dress up like Abe Lincoln and fight him for the honor I, of Abe Lincoln. I can't.
1: I can't grow a beard. <laughs> oh.
2: we, we can. We can. Well, neither can he because he just has the, the the chin strap. So maybe okay. you can do a chin strap. Come on.
1: Fine. True. We'll do that. Sure. Yeah. You know we. We need more Patreon people so I can post my bail. But other than that, yeah, I'm in. Sure, why not?
0: <laughs> this guy has been running for so long. He ran against Hatch in 2006.
1: Hell yes. That's
0: how long this man has been at it. Finally. We, not the, a minute man.
2: <laughs> the Hatch-Abraham-Lincoln matchup, we were the rematch that we were looking forward <laughs> yeah. to for so long at the Republican primary.
1: We need that, we need that persistence up on the hill.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't think I don't think he's gonna go very far. I just people just don't respect Abraham Lincoln the way they used to.
0: I mean, this guy's definitely the oldest Abraham Lincoln we've ever had.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other one sadly wasn't allowed to age as far as we would like. Yeah. Anyway, what else we got? Good find. Oh my goodness, that was crazy. Um Caroline Phippen. She's fun. She sounds she seems like, like a, a real
1: that's like a like an animated Disney uh like villain. Her website's
2: amazing, by the way, because like the very top like half of her page is just like really badly cropped photos that just like cut off half of people's heads on there. And hmm. it's generally just bad candid shots of her, too. Like it looks like fight scenes from a real housewives series. It, it's it's <laughs> so wonderful. Hmm. Also, there's a tab on her page for photos slash memes. Uh, oh, yeah. Hell yeah. We need a meme lord candidate. Yeah. It's it's great, too. But also, it's just like every weird thing. It's like a quote of hers next to some sort of like fashion, like portrait she does of herself. It's amazing. But every single one has like in the corner of it too her own little motto for it, which is CP. It's common sense.
1: Which, you know what? I don't think I would do if I was a political candidate, but. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say this. This might be a bit of a hot take. We need more schizophrenic candidates, and I'm all in. <laughs> Buddy,
2: we have them.
1: <laughs> Especially
2: <laughs> when we get to the governor's race. Is, There's is a few in there. <laughs> Honestly. But yeah, Caroline Phippen, uh, she used to work for Mike Lee, was also Greg Hughes' like, director of communications. And now she just does, like, videos in her car while she's driving about, like, why we need to do tort reform or something. It's just boilerplate stuff. But She's
0: the executive director of the Freedom Front, according to her LinkedIn, which, I mean, nothing about Caroline Phippen's LinkedIn being fully up-to-date surprises me. That feels exactly her brand. But um, I think... She's lobbying, it looks like.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think Freedom Front's a great name for an organization, considering that's also the name of like a right wing Afrikaner organization in South Africa. Mm. So, ugh.
0: well, that's interesting. She's also a board member of I Am Zambia. So, she's <laughs> exporting white supremacy. <laughs>
2: Wow, yeah. that's uh I was not expecting that to be as fitting as I thought it was gonna be.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's called Zimbabwe now. Yeah. <laughs> uh my goodness. She's doing
0: fundraisers with uh Mike Lee, so that's all I need to know.
2: And she's still like pulling like two percent, because like no one's like, I don't staffers, no.
0: Listen, nobody who's going to the like Republican convention is like, you know what I love? An organized woman.
2: (laughs) Yeah. If you're a delegate for the Utah Republican party, you're not really about a well-to-do girl boss type.
0: No. And this is very girl boss, very girl bossy.
2: You're, you're in the wrong party, Carolyn.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lost. It's a shame. Oh, well, speaking of like schizophrenic candidates, I'm still waiting for like a true trad cath to run for office.
0: Mm. Don't you think Kira Berkland is a trad, like trad wifey?
2: Kind mm. Yes, But I mean, that's only just because the only thing in Morgan, Utah is like a Remington factory. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's not blonde and she's got like a... She's applying a lot of bronzer yes she's she's doing the Ariana grande makeup, I think a little bit, and I think to be a trad wife, you're <laughs> leaning more into like i think i think more English rose
2: yeah, I, I think so. that's someone who has never stepped into an ulta by choice uh, <laughs> i I agree with your assessment, i sure.
1: Have, Nothing else to say.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to think who our like trad wife politicians are.
1: Trad we don't wife? really
0: have a good one.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We need like a just a, a good good like trad politician. I mean that okay, seems about- to be like the like that seems to be kind of the benchmark for Republicans now, I mean, right? If that's if what that's what they want. Like we all the return guys. What about Amy Winder Newton?
2: Kind of. Um that would that would be a good one too, especially because like the governor put her on like the family task force and all that too. She's yeah. like
0: the head of the office of families. I think he kind of created it for her. Don't call yeah. me on that,
2: but yeah, Newton and like Perousy just seemed like the two that seemed like mm-hmm. they would fit that. Yeah. Mold.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Other anyway, other than that, I don't who think else we... is running for Senate?
2: <laughs> um <laughs> Let me see. I lost my link here. Besides Jeremy Fried, Friedbaum. Yeah. Some guy named website. Brad
0: Wilson. Never heard of him.
2: Never heard of him. Um, he does yeah. look like he's just generally constipated all the time. So yeah, I hope going to a solution to that.
1: Do you still like have his shit his pants smile all the time? You mean like that permanent sort of like eyebrows
2: just fixed in the place where it just looks like he's angry all the time? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> to spend
0: as much time as Brad, Representative Brad Wilson did, heading a party, like just being a behind the scenes sort of like dark soldier for a party, and then to finally realize your dream of running for the Senate seat and for them to turn around and be like, we nah. don't think you can do it, Brad. We're going to run John Curtis. yeah, <laughs>
1: like,
2: that was the that's
1: the that most amazing is
0: hysterical
2: that is the most amazing thing too. just like John Curtis, was like looking at it. too was like, these guys have nothing, huh?
0: No. well, ok.
1: No. Everything, I mean, spent, everything's coming at Millhouse.
0: He spent weeks running TV campaigns that were like, tell John Curtis to run for Senate. Like that is hard to watch if you're sitting at home eating a TV dinner with your wife and your Brad Wilson. like, rough.
1: I mean, I mean, I, the I TV wish the dinners first polling, would explain the face.
2: <laughs> I actually wish like the first polling would have happened before Curtis got in the race, because I really do want to see like everyone with like 7% and like 76%. Like, I don't care. Please stop bothering me about this.
0: I mean, yeah, he would still be polling lower than Brent Orrin Hatch. So that's all we need to know.
1: Man. I don't want him to win so bad. Brent Orrin Hatch? Yeah, just why not? Why not? That's it's so funny.
2: I mean, there's going to be no difference between him and John Curtis anyway. Sure. So you might as well just have like the guy who just got in on a technicality of like, you thought I was my dad. But the yeah.
1: Hatches become the Kennedys of Utah. Why didn't he file as
0: Brent or in parentheses, six more years, close parentheses,
2: Hatch? He really is trying to make people think he is his dad. Yeah. He should have
0: if he had, he would have sailed to victory. I'd be on the steps of the capitol chanting yeah. six more <laughs> Very <laughs> years.
2: Very loud. It's elaborate me I'm ruse. back everybody. I didn't die after all. I'm I'm here. I I might look a little bit differently, but that's just how we do when we age. I somehow also look 30 years younger, but you don't don't worry about it. Just
1: he saw he's on the supplements that, you know, he legalized.
0: The parentheses in the middle of your name campaign slogan is one of my favorite political so tight. Like, it worked for John Frugal Dougal. And that guy's <laughs> not the worst.
2: He's not the worst, but he annoys me for some reason. I don't know. I think I, think I have the opposite approach where, like, if you're going to do something like that, too, it's like, I'm just automatically just going to have a disdain for you. <laughs> it's like, I don't want cuteness in my politics, sir. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, then you're
0: co- going to hate when I run as Allie parentheses. I'm Canadian, close parentheses by our time.
1: <laughs> that's going kind to of go I over just, great in Utah. I just
2: think of that as just being honest <laughs> with the electorate. So, you know, I do respect that. Okay, let's move on to someone else. That's all I had for the Senate just because, like, the Senate's kind of boring compared to the governor races.
1: Yeah, let's get yeah. into
2: it. All right. Let's do it. I want to talk about Carson Jorgensen just because he has an amazing story. I also an
0: incredible logo that he should sell to the hook and reel.
2: I'm pretty sure that was just his family's brand. And just like, we can use that for everything else Yeah, (laughs) because he's just a rancher. That's all he is. I I found his biography. That's just amazing. Carson is a sixth generation Utah rancher. He and his family run approximately 4,500 heads of sheep. They also farm several hundred acres. Curson works on the ranch nearly every day in between running a small business producing high quality horse bridles that are shipped worldwide. Curson oh, attended cool. Snow College and then finished top of his class in the diesel technology program of Utah Valley University. He went on to represent UVU in the state of Utah in the Skills USA National Competition, where he finished in the top 10. That was his uh, rationale for why he should be governor of the state. <laughs> Is that like a rodeo thing? what diesel competition
1: oh diesel competition no No,
2: he's he's really good at pulling apart a transmission oh cool Mm. but you know we we need that sort of blue collar attitude in the governor's mansion hell yeah brother It, it really is i actually found a bunch of his old vlogs he had on his facebook page from like six years ago and i i think my favorite one was uh
1: we need more cowboys and less kardashians oh hell yeah Listen, I would vote for a governor who dipped. Listen
0: well, then you're going to love Phil Lyman. <laughs> 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 I've got good news for you. Another
2: person endorsed by Mike Lindell. He-
0: <laughs> oh, Phil. Phil, Phil, Phil,
2: Phil. Phil's amazing. Just be, uh, That's my guy. That's another person who took polling to, a very, to being very mad online, too. It's like, well, just because I polled at 3% doesn't mean that, you know... They, they pulled the the Lee McMullen race wrong, too. It's like...
1: Yeah, that worked neither, out great for McMullen.
2: Neither of them were pulling below the margin of error, though.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, the thing I like about a Phil Lyman is that I think that, like, if you are Spencer Cox and you're trying to do this disagree better thing, the worst thing that can happen to you, the biggest thorn in your side is having to run a campaign against Phil Lyman. That guy will just spray paint slurs on your door. Like oh, he is like he does not play nice. And he's just got a roll. I got of excited slurs. when he got in there. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, which one? He has stencils.
1: <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just, just like flips through it. Like which one is? Oh, ones that haven't been free used. Free bomb? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's ones find that been, which, which slur I can use for that guy. You, you just have
2: like a list of them that haven't been used since like Brigham Young was alive. <laughs> yeah. Just, you call me a squarehead. Yeah. <laughs> What's a potato muncher? What the hell's? <laughs> anyway, um, Phil Kirsten... Lyman,
1: we're bringing back Mick. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, Carson Jorgensen um, generally just wants to be the big cowboy one. He also had another one that I found funny too, which was like he said that all socialists are paired match the definition of a parasite which is Mm -hmm. funny because then that lit a fire under my ass to go look up his family for what they've received for farm subsidies and ppp loans Uh and the jorgensen family has received 1.1 million dollars in farm subsidies and also fifty six thousand dollars in ppp loans so parasite but anyway that's what happens when i get mad i look up a bunch of weird graphs and stuff that's that's, that's my thing. <laughs> Grad school. Yeah. It just made me learn how the research was spite.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Anyway. It's called
0: oppo. We call it oppo these days. There
2: we go. Oh yeah, oppo. Anyway, he's pulling less than 3% right now. So I don't think we have to worry about uh howdy duty much longer.
0: Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, is again, good for Cox because he wants to be the resident cowboy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Never forget when he said he thinks... What is it? He like thinks the heart and soul of Utah is in rural Utah or he in never Fairview. quite feels comfortable in Salt Lake City. And it's like, OK, where listen, a third of the state's population lives that
2: you govern. Got it. Listen, my family's like from Mount Pleasant and all that. Like, I don't understand this sort of like howdy doody attitude that, that him and Carson Jorgensen have. Cause like all my family members grew up there, too. And like none of them turned out to be weird cowboy types. So I don't know what this is.
0: Well, it's the yeehaw agenda. I mean, (laughs) cowboyism is having cowboyism is having sort of a renaissance, like across the board. Yeah, exactly. Very cool to be on a horse these days.
1: Jason Isbell just said that he was going to divorce his wife. We're going to get a new album from him. That's really all I care about right now. Mm
0: -hmm. Toby Keith is dead. Toby Keith is dead. Someone has to rise up. Happy Black History Month. Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: I, I do hate that every single one of the country coded, uh, Utah politicians decided to wear those plaid blazers. Now, mm. every single one of them for somebody is like, no, I can't wear a solid color blazer. That's, that's crazy. Give me this one. That's checkered all the way too. that makes me look like a used car salesman from 1962.
0: Which is so funny. Is it that they're tweed? Because to me, when I see that blazer, I'm like, there's nothing more Brooks brothers. It's yeah. very like preppy.
2: It is, but the, I, I think it seems like, well, it doesn't look like a suit, so I don't, I can wear it with jeans too. So, you know, it looks like I'm a little bit country too, Yeah. but also still meaning business. Yeah. Which is still very Brooks Brothers coded actually. Yeah. Zero drip. Zero drip whatsoever. Terrible. Oh yeah. Toby mm-hmm. Keith That I forgot about that. <laughs> Just to bring that back.
1: Looks like he um, got a boot put in his ass. All right, I got some I got some <laughs> funny ones here for
2: Governor. Uh Slowbird.
0: Slow <laughs> are you are you quoting Phil Lyman?
2: I just want to talk about how <laughs> Phil Lyman essentially paid Riley Gaines 25000 dollars for an endorsement in a couple speaking engagements. That rules. Uh. Like I don't really there's not much else to say about Phil Lyman. Like he got arrested for the most American of crimes of riding a side by side through restricted areas. Um and then got pardoned by Trump for a misdemeanor. So, you know, there's that.
0: Oh, and don't forget, Governor Cox wanted to be sure, a spokesperson for Governor Cox wanted to be sure that we knew that the governor made a financial contribution to Lyman's uh, defense fund.
2: Oh. Yeah, because you need a whole lot of money to defend yourself from a class B misdemeanor. Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh. That's right up there with a disorderly conduct ticket there, Phil. Oof.
0: I thought it was an absolutely incredible thing to put in a statement when Phil announced that he was running for governor. I was like, this I wanna be inside this conversation around a boardroom table where someone was like, Oh, we should be sure to mention that you Venmoed him when we he got arrested.
2: <laughs> We just want to let everyone know that you actually don't respect law and order that much because yeah. you supported some asshole riding an ATV through like a forest where BLM land didn't allow them to.
0: Right. While you were the lieutenant governor. Let's let's put that in the statement.
2: Let's just do that. That's fun. You know, that's, that's the quiet part out loud. That's disagreeing better, and we like
1: that. <laughs> Amen, brother. What do you think that scores on the dignity index? That sounds like a two. Yeah. <sighs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> Because you're because you're still pointing out that he committed a crime, but mm-hmm. you're also pointing out how you're bigger than to judge him for committing
1: a crime. Low-key pettiness. I love it.
2: So yeah, yeah. A one would have just been like, I forgive him for his transgressions altogether, and I resign the governor's mansion so he can be governor. That would be a one in the dignity scale. Yeah.
1: So I have no idea who this Tommy Williams guy is, but uh, I just read <laughs> your little bio you wrote. This guy is...
2: That is the American (laughs) independent party candidate, sir. Mm. He's got a really amazing website, which is just essentially like something that like would have been low tier in the GeoCities days. Um, Essentially, it's just a big list of things that he believes. Um, Let me see if I can find it really quick. It's quite amazing. I know I lost my tab. One second.
0: Man, I don't know. Imagine being named Tom Tomini.
1: Tom Tomini, Tom Tomini, Tom Tom Tree. <laughs> I
0: would sign my name Tom Squared Any.
2: See, there's a funny thing about like Tom Tomini is that Tom
1: to the second power. Uh,
2: there's there's a funny thing about Tom Tomini is according to his website, that's not his real name. Uh, oh,
1: was that his porn name? Uh, <laughs> No, it's weirder than that. It's me. It's Tom Domini. Mm, oh, he's
0: very religious. Okay. His <laughs> website is www.nomoneypolitics.com. He,
2: oh. He also has another goodness. one that's just Jesusandtom.com.
1: <laughs> that's my favorite morning show. <laughs>
2: he, the top <laughs> heading of that website says Jesus is my running mate as the source of all inspiration.
1: Hell yeah, I love this guy. Jesus and Kelly. (laughs) My
2: my independent candidacy for governor of Utah is the opportunity for citizens to elect a political leader who truly walks with Jesus and has Jesus's desire to show the world that we can, in Christ, live together in peace and harmony. My innovative ideas come from Jesus as I pray. Learn about the biggest idea at freecollegeforall.com.
1: Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, I love this man. Because for free college, I am once again asking you to vote for this man. I
2: think it's kind of interesting that the independent candidate who says that Jesus is his running mate is somehow running to the left of Brian King.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This guy might be my favorite out of them all.
0: I I think he's my favorite. He is so earnest. Here's at the bottom of his website. How do I learn more? Contact Tom Tomany by phone, text, or email. He still uses the cell phone number he got years ago in Dallas. <laughs> 214-228-6519. And his longtime email address is ttomanygmail. Mm. Okay. Love That's it. interpretive. Great. Thank you for your time on this site. <laughs> That's how he closes. He's
1: so polite. He's so kind. He's
0: incredibly... This person actually... Might be walking with Jesus.
2: <laughs> this video testimony of many miracles in my life is from the YouTube channel Saints Unscripted. In it, I explain my use of the names Trey and Treyushala. Tom Tomini is the shortened name version of my legal name. <laughs> I love him.
0: His website says this site is hosted free on Google Sites and the domain name costs only $12 a year. That's why – that's his answer to why is no
1: money politics now possible? Frugal
0: Dougal. Frugal Dougal is quaking. Frugal
1: Dougal to electric boogaloo. (laughs) See,
2: this would be what I would do just with parentheses, Jordan, parentheses, with Jesus. Like that's just – let's do Mm -hmm. it. That has to be on the ballot and you're going to vote against Jesus? Oh, God.
1: Could you imagine that? Like – Putting in with Jesus in parentheses in Twitter, with you know that's I'm sure that wouldn't spark another parentheses controversy. You're uh,
0: Jordan's doing it right now.
1: I, I am. I'm gonna run for
2: office next time with <laughs> just with parentheses. I'm gonna have like three different parentheses. It's gonna look like an algebra problem.
1: You should just change your name to Joseph and just run as Joseph Smith in Utah.
2: You know what? Why not? Let's do not
1: it.
0: Not a bad idea. <laughs> Tom Tomini what an angel wow the best part of my day is getting to know this guy
1: (laughs) Tom Tomini come on the show
0: honestly we'll be nice
1: I agree we
2: we we will all right I got another one that's not as nice but still kind of fun uh I have Sylvia Mira Frisk or Mm. Fisk our next governor
1: that's that's a Bond villain
2: Her roots run deep in Utah. She is a proud product of her Spanish explorer, Native American and Mexican American ancestors. Uh, she's She's a mother, a grandmother, has sung in the Tabernacle Choir, has her commercial pilot's license, and exudes the confidence and values that makes Utah great. You know what? I'm not seeing a downside here.
0: No, she's an actor professionally. She has like a landing page on some acting site that says she does voice work and acting.
2: That's terrific. Let's get down to her issues page. I think this is where it's fun. Uh, Flip flopper Cox parades around with Colorado's ultra liberal governor lecturing us on the need to disagree better. But when our state legislature disagreed with Cox, he bypassed them and stripped Utah's parents of their ability to help their children navigate their sexuality or temporary gender confusion. Sylvia welcomes dissenting voices and opinions. She encourages everyone to fully engage in political issues, bringing their facts and experiences to the table. That's fun. And then right next, to there's a picture of Troy Williams and Utah, a leftist state
1: question mark. The one, the one gay guy in Utah makes <laughs> yeah. Utah leftist. Oh, <laughs> are the the also the the self proclaimed Republican uh, gay man is a leftist.
2: <laughs> Our current governor, Spencer Cox, has ushered in disastrous leftist policies. Flip-flopper Cox empowers an uber-liberal lobbyist and touts him as his example of working with those across the aisle. Yet his liberal staff and lobbyist friends work behind the scenes to destroy the reputations and careers of those who dare question Cox's ill-founded liberal actions and policies.
1: Oh, you mean like Gail Russica? <laughs>
2: And then there's something about the gondola in rogue HOAs. That's a weird one.
0: Oh, my God. I'm on this. I'm reading this announcement that she entered the governor's race on Utah policy, but I thought it was her website. And then the sidebar is like all the popular articles. And I was thinking she had written them. And it is it was really throwing me winning the political gain. ten tips for political survival. I was like, is she? She's publishing all of this? Like, she's prolific. (laughs) No, that's LeVar Webb.
2: (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
0: I love that, like, it's so classic to have this write-up that is so petty and then end it by saying, as your governor, I will root out petty politics.
2: I just love her issues page ends with like rogue HOAs. Like that's a very niche topic. Like for for my sake, I'm not a fan of HOAs. I think, don't think anyone is, but also at the same point too. I feel like that's a policy that's rooted in like the HOA didn't plow my snow fast enough one morning and I will hold a grudge until the day I die about it.
0: Yeah. Except I think like – she should honestly be in the Utah legislature. She would do well yes. there because yes. they hate HOAs because they're basically unions for people who can't afford single family homes or don't want to live in them. And she would just I can see her really vibing with like
1: Cullimore. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure.
2: I think like all of these people who are just like no name, like less than one percent polar like candidates should just be in the legislature. We should just have like proportional voting and just let all these people into like the legislature. Like no matter yeah. what. All of them in.
0: I mean, it's funny that she's anti gondola. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah, because it's uh, you know, um
1: helps she has Cox's a,
2: rich friends. She doesn't yeah. have
1: land up big Gardenwood Canyon. <laughs> yeah. Or no, sorry, no little la-
2: Gardenwood Canyon. No no landed interest at Snowbird, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: I do feel like there are so many people in this state that I'm starting to think that there are single issue gondola voters because of how noisy the anti-gondola crowd is. And I wonder if she could like maybe get some traction with them by just being an anti-gondola or Just Republican. becoming
1: a, yeah, like an anti-gondola co- coalition.
0: Endorsed by Wasatch Bad Country Alliance, like <laughs> yeah. Sylvia, our
1: hope, a better path. Sylvia, uh... Parentheses, save our winters. We're going to dismantle, dismantle steal Carson.
0: <laughs> steal Carson Jorgensen's campaign slogan, better roads ahead.
1: Yeah. Endorsed we're- by the union-busting REI CEO.
2: <laughs> we're going to dismantle the HOAs, and we're going to just tear down that big
1: rail car industry that
2: wants to put up those gondola towers.
1: Mm-hmm. We're going to tear mm-hmm. down the, the gondola, you know, and just, you know... Just to really cripple everything as far as transportation in the state, we're going to nuke Trolley Square. Yeah, <laughs> just to make sure. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> love
1: it. This is so stupid.
2: So
0: dumb, but it's also just like this is exactly what they are asking
1: for. It's also it's a hundred percent what we is, deserve in this state.
0: This is the conversation that all of these people have entered into. Yeah, willingly. Mm-hmm. let alone started
2: every single time, every single one like this is people that are going to go into the Republican convention and feel like they have a home there because it's just going to be people that are just like them mm-hmm. Like I can yeah. see like one of these people like wanting winning like the the state convention and then like just pulling at like one percent of the primary.
0: It's also just incredible because all these people we've talked about today are so strange. Yes. And they are going to walk into the Maverick Center, and they're going to make their little rounds, and they're going to meet weird Abe Lincoln impersonator who's been at it since 2006, <laughs> and they're going to walk away from shaking his hand and be like, what a weirdo.
1: Oh, yeah. It's going to be like <laughs> mental illness AlphaCon. con. It's, like- <laughs>
2: it's, it's going to be a person who's dressed like a Minuteman Shaking a hand with an Abraham Lincoln personator, and they're both going to walk away like that guy is weird. Should we all dress up as as like
1: (laughs) revolutionary war soldiers and (laughs) go to the convention? We should. We're going to dress up as the spirit
2: of 76 and we're going to go there.
1: Like I'm like I'm George Washington crossing the Delaware. Greg,
2: you're tallest. You get the drum. I'll take the uh, flag and... um, yeah, let's just do it.
1: It'll be fun. If you
0: show up at the convention on a horse, Carson Jorgensen is going to sob. He's yeah. going to be devastated. I'm
1: I'm in. Yeah. Someone teach oh, me how to ride a horse.
0: Sheep,
2: let's Carson. make this work. <laughs> yeah. Got a real animal here.
0: Yeah. Sorry, but this horse herds cattle. Ever heard of him? Yeah.
2: Like a
1: cowboy? Yeah. I've never heard of a sheep boy.
0: I hope he gets baa'd off stage. Oh, that let's go.
1: Amazing. Roast his <laughs> ass. Get him. Keep it going.
2: <laughs> I'm going to move to San Pete County just to run against him in whatever race, just so
1: I can make fun of him. Carson Jorgensen, more like Carson Borgensen. Nice. If you
0: really want to be, like, if you really want to do well at convention, I feel like the issue you need to be running on is Zinn. <laughs>
2: We like be a single issue,
0: protect Zin at all cost candidate, and you will sail through the convention system.
2: Our rural young men need nicotine pouches without it makes tobacco. Makes them more productive. Exactly. Bring back these things are awful. By the way, I tried one. It was like this is just tearing up my gums. Yeah. Don't do it, kids. Stay away from those things.
1: Well, this was fun. This,
2: this was fun.
0: I'm going to get fired tomorrow.
2: <laughs> oh, no, you're not. It's going to take us a couple of days to post this.
0: <laughs> oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I'll see a doc.
2: Nonsense. going to go get a
0: mole looked at before the end of the week. Let me know when this goes live.
2: Yeah, perfect. Like cobra until the end of the month. Does that give you like <laughs> three so weeks? True. It'll be good.
0: Yeah. Aetna's got my back, you guys. Oh,
1: yeah. For sure. Someone no. going through that right now can attest. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. Uh, Allie, How where can the people close? find you?
0: Oh, uh, okay. So I host a daily hyperlocal news podcast called CityCast Salt Lake. We are at saltlake.citycast.fm. We're on Twitter at citycast.slc. If you're still there, we don't really tweet, but we find us. We're on Instagram. That's about it.
2: Nice. Yeah, yeah, you thanks think for you're me. better than us with your podcast just because you have production values and you're <laughs> nice
1: and people respect you.
0: Oh, well. And you record
1: know, but... more than once every 10 days and
0: That's true. We record every day.
2: Every time I go into Pinecast with our podcast, I see like you posted 19 days ago. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> shit. Sorry." <laughs> I get bored and I have ADHD. Leave me alone. <laughs> well anyway give it to the Patreon patreon.com slash Brigham Young Money I will not get bored there
0: what uh, do you guys offer on the Patreon
2: we get uh, we give an extra episode a month and um, oh. we also have a discord so. channel that we chat with other people from Utah and just generally just uh, have a rip-roaring time with them as we all just bond over collective trauma of living in the state
0: yeah that feels right You should have like a, you could do something like a legislative, end of the legislative session, like trauma bonding something. Go out and get drunk. It would be on brand. (laughs) Yeah. You could do like, sign die, kill me now.
1: Yeah. As soon as it's, uh, yeah. Come meet me at Dick and Dixie's when the legislative session is over.
0: Yeah.
2: Speaking of Dick and Dixie's, did you see their Glenn Close the other place?
0: They already did Oh, sorry. Did they sorry. really?
1: God damn it.
0: The, yes. Well, they've been trying to sell it forever. I thought you meant the owners Is of the Is it going to turn into a condo in like
1: fucking place. Blue Plate? Probably. Mm,
0: it's supposed to. The, the building Salt Lake story says apartments. They've been trying to sell it for a while and yeah. trying to get out of the game.
1: They're bulldozing um, my childhood home, and I'm not very happy about that. Oof. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's
2: rough. I'm I'm just going to miss that discus-sized uh, garlic bread you used to get at this other place. Oh, hell
1: yeah. Let's talk mm. about happy things. The pita. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, Greek food is so much cooler than real estate development.
0: Tell me about it. I got some Crown Burger waiting for me on the counter.
1: Hell yeah. What? You should go. You
2: should we go. We kept you from Crown... I, it's Allie, okay. I am so sorry. Can
0: I tell you a fun... Can I, can I close with a fun fact? Yes.
2: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> okay. So I... When, because you're, Jordan, you're saying on season two of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City.
2: Just finished it.
0: Okay. Is that, is it two or three when they introduce Angie Katsanavis? I think it's three. Okay. So you're about to get a new Real Housewife of Salt Lake City. Her name is Angie Katsanavis. She owns Lunatic Fringe, the salon, all the salons, but especially that one on South Temple. My wife used to work there. Okay. So I started like. Something I learned in my frantic googling when she joined the season is that she, her money is Crownburger money. She is Hell a yes. Crown Crownburger Katzenaves, and there, that is like the most Utah shit ever. To be That's like, Utah I have Crownburger money. I'm a Real Housewife. Put me on.
2: I love her already. Mm-hmm. I, I have never like bonded with a reality TV show as much as I have Real Housewives because I have things like. My gym is like four doors down from like the beauty lab where, where Heather works. It's like yeah. every single time I go in now, I was like, that's where Jenshaw ran from the law. Yeah.
0: That's where Genshaw got arrested.
2: They tried to get yeah. her there. She was gone. Dude.
0: Wait till you get to that finale, season four. Man, oh, man.
1: My wife hasn't stopped talking about it since she watched it's, it. I've heard it's incredible. It's,
0: it is. Honestly, you don't need to watch anything about the show you could just watch that final episode because the way that they produce it I mean Andy Cohen is a master of his art and like the way that it's produced it's basically like watching a procedural so like it's all laid out for you and they knew what they had and they clearly made it prepared for people who had no idea what's going on to be kicking it on to be part of the zeitgeist so like it's there for you whenever you're ready
1: oh I'm so
2: excited I'm just mad the trip ruined it for me already, so. Oh, yeah, well. It's sorry. my fault. I'm
0: surprised you didn't get paywalled out of reading it.
2: <laughs> Listen, I have a veteran uh, Salt Lake Tribune account, so I pay like eight bucks a year because I served my country by getting drunk in Korea or something. I don't remember.
0: <laughs> that doesn't mean that you won't get paywalled out of a trip story. I am also a paying member, and I feel like I can never open anything, but...
2: Yeah. <laughs> every time I open up a Twitter tab it's just like sign in again it's like I guess yeah well anyway. Allie I really appreciate right, you, you coming on here um, anytime yeah I'll probably just talk about Real Housewives because it's literally the only thing that's occupying my brain at this point
1: I'm ready hell oh, yeah I'm sure I'll see you around the neighborhood you bet <laughs> right. thanks again uh, yeah patreon.com slash Brigham Young Money thanks folks